0: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. Well, thank you.
1: Hello, everybody. It is John Pollock here from Post Wrestling, live from our hotel in beautiful Dearborn, Michigan, where we are covering SummerSlam this weekend uh, that is going down on Saturday night. I'm here with Wei Ting, who refuses to speak to all of you. Instead, it is me because we are uh, into our trip. And this morning it was media day here ahead of SummerSlam and we got to do a number of one-on-one interviews two of which you are going to get to hear today we are going to hear from Ricochet uh, but first we are speaking with Shayna Baszler who is going to be taking on Ronda Rousey at the card on Saturday night and we're going to get into the build-up for Rousey versus Baszler as well as her own thoughts on transitioning from mixed martial arts to professional wrestling then we will hear from Ricochet We are here with Shayna Baszler as we are going into SummerSlam. And I want to go back to this past Monday's Raw because we saw, uh, I thought, just these two incredible promotional videos leading up to this match. When you're sitting down and doing these interviews, obviously you don't know how the finished product is going to be. But when you got to see these videos as they aired on Raw, uh, what was your reaction to seeing them?
2: So, I mean, so doing those interviews, I remember that it was like exhausting Right? Like when, when you go through that sort of emotion, it's exhausting. And I remember being done, and I remember being done, and first of all, being like, I hope no one thinks I'm a wussy because uh, of how emotional we got. But. Um,
1: how long were you like doing a. How long were you interviewed for this?
2: Man, I wish you guys knew how long, like, a couple minutes takes to, to film. Uh, probably, I don't know, an hour or more. And then even all the prep that goes into it with the. Makeup and stuff, but it was just a long and tiring day, and it was after uh, we'd had a long, full day, full few days. So, um, yeah, it just, I'm just glad people, it's resonating with people. I think that I've said this the whole time wrestling fans can, can tell when you're faking the funk, and I think that you can tell we're not. And that's what's resonating with people. So,
1: how did you feel the the lead up was going up until th- those videos? Because it seems, it really did strike a chord on Monday.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we've done a good job. I think every opportunity we've had, we've we've made gold out of it. We would always joke, even the time me and Rhonda were tag champs, we always joked that we were experts at making chicken salad. You know, chicken salad out of chicken shit. Uh, but um, I think we've done a good job. Even, even before Monday of like taking these opportunities and it's been like a little bit, you know, it's not, if it was up to us, we'd have had a ton of time and we could sit down and tell our whole story. Um, but we've, we, we've done well with what we've been given and I think that that was kind of the final punctuation that made people be like, okay, now I want to see
1: it was interesting, like you did bring up like your time on The Ultimate Fighter and feeling like here, like you've paid your dues. You shouldn't have to be going back to step one here. How do you reflect on, on, on that period of it, being in the house and all these years later? Like what you've got out of that experience? Is it kind of just a distant memory?
2: It seems like a whole different lifetime, to be honest. But um, I think now, I think I've been through, just like career wise, not age wise, I'm a lot more mature. I think that. Um, I can look at this with, like, a different set of eyes because I have been through that stuff. And it's funny because, um, you know, if you go back and watch that show and I was the number one seed in the house and then I lost in the first fight and I remember sitting on the couch with Rhonda and they show it, um, her basically saying, like, you were supposed to lose that fight, you know, and you don't know why right now. Um, but years from now you're going to know that if you would have won, it wouldn't have gone the same and you're going to be thankful. Um, and I mean look at us now. If I would have won, I would have been locked into a different contract, my career would have taken a different path and I maybe wouldn't be here and I, and I'm I'm glad I'm here and I'm glad we're doing this now. So you know, not to sound cliché, but like Everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen. You just need to ride it out.
1: Well, you have had such a unique journey because, um, you know, I I have followed the majority of your MMA career and then been able to to follow the move over to wrestling. And I remember seeing you at a a small AIW show in Cleveland. And here's someone that put all of this effort, all of this work into one industry and then decides to move over. And you're starting at square one and having to work your way up. It's it's very hard to move to a, a brand new industry and go after you put in all the work elsewhere.
2: Yeah, I have I, been—I always say I've been blessed to have two careers. Um, it's not often someone gets a career, and especially combat sports. It's a very short-lived uh, lifespan as compared to other sports. Um, I put everything into MMA, and I think I was just very blessed to have learned, you know, my catch wrestling being my specialty, which is like pro wrestling. Um, and my coaches, Josh and Billy, uh, just kind of set me up for this kind of Tra- natural transition to pro wrestling, and um, it, it was important to me to put time in. Uh, it was important to me to do it properly and go, you know, show up at AIW. You ask, you ask Thorne. Uh, he picked me up at the airport at the first show, and I was like, What time is the ring set up tomorrow? Um, so I never came in, you know, as like, I'm the MMA, I'm Shayna Baszler. Like, it was never like that. Uh, and that's kind of the whole story we wanted to tell was like, I've, I did everything I'm supposed to do. I should be here, and it should be me. So,
1: My last question as we wrap up here. How much are you still paying attention to the mixed martial arts and sort of like the industry of it. And now that you're on the outside and have that perspective to be able to look at sort of the health of the industry, the uh, fighters as well, and like their, their benefits and and how they're being treated.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, so I pay attention to the sport. Obviously it's something that I spent a lot of time studying. It's where my area of expertise of knowledge would be. Um, If you check out my YouTube channel, I do a lot of uh, here's pro wrestling submissions and MMA Mm -hmm. uh, type stuff. Um, it's always been important to me to bridge that gap, so um, it's it's important that I stay on top of that. Um, and obviously, I still have friends in the industry. Um, everyone deserves to make more money for being punched in the face. Uh, but hopefully, as the sport grows and the popularity grows, that, that happens. So,
1: Well, all the best going into this very big match for you, and congratulations on, you. on your journey in both industries. Thank you, thank you. That was Shayna Baszler, who, again, will be taking on Ronda Rousey on Saturday night at SummerSlam at Ford Field. Next up is Ricochet, and this was a really enjoyable chat with Ricochet, as you've noticed on television leading into the match with Logan Paul. He's been given a lot more opportunities to speak on the microphone, and this has been an area of his game that has certainly improved, I would say, over the last number of months, and in particular in this program with Logan Paul. So we went into that, as well as his growth as a performer in WWE and talking about some of his roots going back to the earlier days in his career. So here is Ricochet chatting about his big SummerSlam match coming up on Saturday. John Pollock here with Post Wrestling chatting with Ricochet as we are going into SummerSlam. Obviously, this is a really huge match for you. I want to go back to the Royal Rumble and sort of when you two are kind of envision this huge moment uh, in the Royal Rumble, are you looking at this as hopefully this is planting the seeds for something down the road that we're going to see materialize? Absolutely not. Um, No. Uh, I'm thinking in the moment, I'm thinking... We
3: just hit. My head hurts, but obviously you hear the fans' reaction uh, to something that you 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 want them to be excited for. But you hear their reaction, and you know you have something there. There is something there that the fans can get behind. But no, I, I I'm an in the moment kind of guy. I, I don't really have some long you know term plan planned out. My I I've like goals. I don't want to say little goals, but like short-term goals that I, I, I like to, I, I do every now. And I, I smash. I, I do one goal, the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. So uh, that's kind of how I was, and then this kind of for me, this didn't start until he went on his podcast. That's when it started for me, you know. So, but until then, like I didn't have any big expectations of what would be to come. Now.
1: When did you first hear the name Logan Paul? Were you aware of him, like pre WWE, whether it be yeah, yeah. the boxing, the influencing stuff? Like, when did he kind of come on your radar? I mean, uh, I watched. I think I watched like his
3: vines back in the day. Really? I watched wow. he would go into like random places and like do the splits for no reason, or he would do some. He had like a little a little friend that they would like. I think they tried to ship him. Like, they put him in a bag and try to ship him on a plane. I, obviously, that I probably was fake, but I don't think they put him on a plane. But I used to watch his videos all the time, so I definitely knew of... I knew Logan Paul before Jake started doing his boxing stuff, really. So I've definitely been aware of him for a while, for sure.
1: When it comes to the promotion for this match, we've seen a lot more speaking opportunities for you and the idea of going out on Raw and here you are alone in the ring and you're talking for five minutes. I mean, tell me just about uh, that growth in your game and your confidence level as well because I think that really has come through in the lead-up to this.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just getting getting to a point to where you just, I don't say don't care, but getting to a point where you don't, you're not worried about people's opinions. You're not worried about people's, you know, views or anything. You're just going out there to tell your story and to tell people how you feel, type thing. And I think it just takes that, and um, obviously the opportunity to then to then say what you need to say. And so recently, I've been getting a lot more opportunities to go out and say, you know, why I'm still here, why I fight, what I fight for, who I fight for. You know what I mean? And just get that connection with the fans. I think it actually has helped so
1: much. Was there something that has triggered that for you that that was able to kind of turn that switch and sort of dial in on, you know, how can I best utilize, like, my time when I I can explain, like, the why of the the performer? Because in the ring, it's a spectacular performance every time out, and it's sort of uh, putting everything together now with, like, a story to it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think just getting that opportunity to... Getting that opportunity, because... If they give you an opportunity and you don't do well, they're not going to give you another. Like, that's just the way, not just this, business, this company, but, like, really, I feel like any company, if they give you an opportunity and you don't perform to what they think you should perform to, you're not going to get many after that. Um, so it's, it's when you get that opportunity, you have to go out there and you have to, like, deliver. You know, I'm... And when I get an opportunity to speak, I, I, I am talking with some guys backstage that I look up to, you know, getting some advice on how I should say it when I should say it the the emotions and stuff but other than that I think it's again it's all you and trying to tell your story and getting that opportunity and just really I don't know crushing that opportunity and I recently I I think it's just been I don't know I really couldn't tell you I think it's I'm just maybe it's a chip on my shoulder maybe it's I don't know. which can be really beneficial. Honestly, it'd be super beneficial. I think a lot of people here, you know, I just saw Finn Balor, Shayna Baszler, Baron Corbin, even like Zoe Stark. Like, I feel like all those names got chips on their shoulders to prove that, you know, we are somebody here. I feel like all of us are trying to show that we're here for the long run and we're here. We can be the main stars as well.
1: My last question i don 't know how often you get to talk about this, but you, you do have like a very like storied career, and specifically your time in Japan for Dragon Gate, are there elements you took out of that, that time, and here is a Japanese company bringing you over that you are able to translate into what you 're doing today, and what, what does in hindsight now what that period meant for you? I think honestly, just my, my entire style I
3: think I, I wrestled for like seven, eight years before I went to Japan. And then when I went over there for Dragon Gate, they really brought out like the, the ricochet that you guys kind of see today. Really, I'm, they really honed the, helped me hone my craft and, and I was there with like Neville as well. Neville, uh, Pac was over there. Obviously all those guys, he helped me out a lot. They really helped, especially in ring, hone the ricochet that you guys see today. I think going to NXT and being on the main roster for a while now has also fine-tuned a lot of the things. But a, a, a lot of the stuff that you guys see came from the Dragon Gate. A lot, a lot of the whether that's the moves, whether that's the emotion in the ring, whether that's the the appeal in the ring, whatever
1: that is, came from Dragon Gate. Absolutely, 100%. Well, we want to wish you all the best uh, so going much. into the match, and everything seems to be you're firing on all cylinders. I'm excited, so. man. Thank
3: you so much. Thank you so much, guys.
1: So, there you have it. Those were just two of our interviews from the WWE Media Day. More of those interviews will be coming out in the days and weeks to come. We got to speak to a number of different performers on the WWE roster, but we are going to be all over the coverage here, SummerSlam weekend. We are going to be back late tonight. Myself and Way will be doing a special road trip podcast. We're going to be recording late tonight after we attend the Game Changer Wrestling show at the vaunted Harpos Theater. Wear your masks and we will be there in living color to check out Blake Christian taking on Speedball Mike Bailey and plenty more from GCW and then Saturday night after the press conference we will be going live chatting about SummerSlam with a full review that will be free for everybody Uh, but if you want to tune in tonight that is exclusively at postwrestlingcafe.com and you can follow all of the coverage this weekend up at Post Wrestling do us a favor and subscribe at youtube.com slash postwrestling and tell us what you like tell us with a big thumbs up how great these interviews are inflation our egos and tell us why post-wrestling is your number one destination so we are going to have plenty of shows and coverage coming up all weekend long keep it locked from way and john in detroit for post-wrestling